And joining us now in the studio, uh, we have uh, several... Irishman joining us. Uh, coming up this weekend, of course, we have uh, St. Patrick's Day, which is Friday the 17th, but uh, the festivities continue on through Saturday the 18th here in Northfield. And uh, we have a number of things going on. We have uh, Joining us right now in our studio is uh, Tim Madigan. Tim, thank you so much for coming in today. Oh, thanks for having me, Jeff, and appreciate it. All right. We also have Martin Hines, who will be talking about uh, Irish literature. Martin, thanks for coming in. Yes, uh, happy to be here. And Richard Coleman, who is uh, going to be playing the Celtic harp as well. Thank you so much for coming You're welcome. today. You're welcome. Looking forward to, uh, you know, being, uh, we were talking off the air. I, I'm a quarter Irish, so I got a little bit of Irish in me. And uh, well, Congratulations. Yeah, the O'Hare. <laughs> <laughs> the O'Hare side of my uh, family is a strong presence with me. So, Tim, let's start off with you. This is, uh, you know, Northfield has had a number of Irish celebrations. At one time, we had a St. Patrick's Day parade downtown, mm, which is that. a lot of yep. fun. Yep. But uh, t- we have a little bit more of a presentation, a program going on this weekend. Tell us about that. Well, Jeff, uh, it started with a discussion with uh, some of the library staff, uh, especially uh, Jamie Stanley was very helpful, and now Tyler uh, Gardner. Uh, just kind of a casual discussion about, well, St. Patrick's Day's coming up. How do we uh, do some things uh, that involve the uh, uh, city of Northfield Public Library? And it kind of morphed from there to, uh, well, we need music, we need history, we need literature, uh, and so forth. So some of the the trinity of Irish culture. And uh, so... The, um, the religion might be in there somewhere. Yeah, too, yeah. that's where, <laughs> certainly that's where the, uh, the, the, well, all three of those intersect with uh, mm-hmm. religion as well, of course. So um, it was just, uh, well, how do we do that? Well, it's, uh, uh, you know, musically, uh, people like uh, Richard Coleman, who's uh, well known in the Northfield community for his musical mm-hmm. talents as well as religious talents. Uh, and uh, the name of uh, Laura McKenzie came up. And Laura, of course, is a native Northfielder, and uh, in my mind, probably the top uh, folk musician in Minnesota. And so uh, it was, we're fortunate to have her on the uh, program on St. Patrick's Day at uh, noon. And uh, then uh, uh, Martin, of course, is going to be uh, right before that, the setup, uh, so to speak, uh, with Irish literature. And so more of a cultural thing. I know a lot of times on uh, St. Patrick's Day, we talk about corned beef and cabbage and uh, <laughs> beer, and uh, that's a very important element of it, but also uh, just the cultural uh, elements of, and what a better place to do that than uh, the the Northfield Library. Absolutely, yeah, you, uh, and you're, by the way, are not alone in your respect for Laura McKenzie, especially when it comes to the Irish, that that right. culture, she is just a wonderful Even musician. if she did move to St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Even if she did move to St. Paul. Well, why don't we start off, let's move over to Martin. Martin, you're going to be the uh, first speaker uh, coming up on Friday, and as soon as Martin talks, you'll know why he knows a lot about Irish <laughs> <laughs> literature. Martin, first of all, welcome, thank you so much for coming oh, in. Thank you, I'm very happy to be here. Uh, let's talk about, uh, well, first of all, you are Irish. You were born and raised in Ireland, I'm presuming? Uh, born in Ireland, mm-hmm. County Donegal, but uh, raised in Scotland, actually. Oh, really? Um, hmm. um, and for connoisseurs of accents, my accent is kind of a mix of the two. 
<laughs> you know, I thought I detected that, but uh, I am no expert on anything. So, <laughs> well, uh, we're to, we're going to focus on Ireland right now and Irish writing, uh, the the literary aspect of yeah. that. Uh, kind of tell us, walk us through there uh, the effect that I uh, start off with the effect that uh, Irish literature has had on you. Well, I, the word that springs to mind is emotional. There's a real emotional depth mm-hmm. to Irish poetry. And they say the Irish are great storytellers. Um, <laughs> some of them are. Some of them are very dull company. <laughs> 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 the ones that tell stories like Frank O'Connor. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in high school, my own uh, English teacher, Mr. Pat McLaughlin, he read us one of Frank O'Connor's short stories called First Confession. And it was an all-boys huh. class, uh, 42 boys, and... Uh, Mr. McLaughlin, at one point, couldn't continue. He was laughing so hard at Frank O'Connor's story of the little boy who wanted to uh, kill his sister with a bread knife and now he had to confess it. In his <laughs> so I gathered that uh, it's a wonderful thing to be a good storyteller. And on Friday, I intend to uh, pick and choose just little excerpts from four or five great Irish uh, short story Mm. writers mm-hmm. but the the key thing is like with irish music we were talking you and i were talking about the chieftains there's such an emotional depth there's real heart uh, i'm not saying minnesotans or americans don't have heart but they maybe don't show it as much as the irish like to yeah and maybe uh, and we can get richard involved in this one too um the different types of instruments that they use are really part of that storytelling. If you listen to some of their songs, you know, we think of the old drinking songs from Irish sailors and such, but really there, there's a historical aspect uh, to that really r- runs pretty deeply within the music. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, there's, there's one I'm going to mention on Friday, the wearing of the green. Oh, Paddy dear, did, did you hear the news is going round? Hmm. The shamrock is by law forbade from growing an Irish ground. Mm-hmm. And that's from the year 1800. It's a song, but it's about the oppression of the Irish. Mm-hmm. There was a rebellion in 1798. And uh, the Irish spirit survived uh, through the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, we're talking with uh, some, some of the folks that are involved with the uh, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, we're talking right now with uh, Martin Hines. Now, you've got to kind of sum up all Irish writing in an hour, <laughs> Irish <laughs> literature. But uh, then again, Tim gets the whole history of Ireland in yes. one hour. So I guess uh, you've got, I don't know if that's an easier job or not. But <laughs> will you be touching a, a, a literature through the ages? I mean, dating back centuries or is it more modern day? Uh, well, I, I want to be aware of my audience and who's going to be there. So I'm going to improvise around that. Mm-hmm. But most of my stuff is 20th century. Okay. Uh, Seamus Sini, W.B. Yeats, mm. James Joyce, mm. Maeve Binchy. Uh, so much to choose from. Yeah, you do have a lot to choose from there. But I'm interested how Tim is going to cover 9,000 years in 55 minutes. I can't <laughs> wait for that. <laughs> I did qualify it to say it's the abridged version. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Let's, let's move on to uh, Richard, who will be uh, playing the uh, Celtic harp there. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about the instrument and, and your association with well, it. The uh, larger instrument I own is made by Stony End Harps over at Hobgoblin Music near Red Wing. Uh, Gary and Eve Stone run a shop there, and it's a big barn you might drive by. 
And I think I got my harp in about 2007, so I've only been working about 15 years on it. But I've always liked the sound of the harp, and uh, I'm a keyboard person by nature, but Mm -hmm. I was able to adapt to it and start learning hymns and Irish tunes, and uh, I primarily use it in hospice, but in other venues too. Now, the Irish aspect of that, are, are you Irish, or is that something uh, My music grandmother something? was an O'Sullivan, so okay. I qualify. <laughs> my <laughs> mother claimed she club. was an English-Irish mutt, but yeah, there's a, <laughs> uh, the name Coleman is German, but there's Irish back in there somewhere. Have you always felt kind of a special bond or a certain tie to that type of music, the Irish uh, music? I've, I've, I've always liked harps, and I, I we've been to Ireland, we were there in 2010, and you know, you look at the harp, it's uh, there's Irish harp beer the harp is a national mm-hmm. symbol of ireland it's on the guinness bottles there's even a bridge over the river uh liffey that uh, looks like a harp on its side so wow yeah you can't escape the harp in ireland it's great no man that uh and i yeah, the harp music is it's such a, a beautiful a calming uh Instrument. Yeah, we like to say we we can put people to sleep, we can make them cry, or we can make them laugh. You know, <laughs> any of those three things is fine. Now, will you be uh, now? Laura McKenzie is also going to be here. She'll be the other musician. Mm-hmm. Are you pretty familiar with uh, Laura? I'm familiar or? with Laura. I like okay. her work a lot. She's a great flute player, fife player, Scottish mm-hmm. small pipes, uh, and so on. But she doesn't play the Celtic harp. We have to have a harp represented. Oh, yeah. so. Now, are you going to get together? Are you going to play the harp No, we won't. She'll be on Friday. I'll be on okay. Saturday. I'm just one of the warm-up acts for 9,000 years of Irish history. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of 9,000 years, Tim, maybe if you start right now, you can finish up. By, uh... <laughs> well, as Martin said, the Irish time to attend to uh, uh, get into storytelling. So it may be a week or so to get through all this, but, uh, <laughs> no, I, well, keep in mind, I used to be a, a social studies teacher, so I, I, I've had to learn how to condense material and be a translator of information, so hopefully uh, this is to give the general overview with a few kind of really interesting uh, situations in Irish history, and there's a lot of them, but... Uh, uh, just to p- give people a flavor of that that history, and hopefully people will explore it uh, in greater detail based on their own particular interest, whether it's religion, politics, culture, uh, so forth. So, and uh, I should mention too, uh, Mark McNeil is going to join us on Saturday. Uh, Mark is a uh, bagpiper. And, oh, uh, that's right. We do have a bagpiper. Yeah. Too. So <laughs> we're getting uh, a, a wide cultural spread here and uh, mark actually is a, a colleague of mine from the city management field hmm. and but has been a uh, similar to what richard has been doing he's uh, had an interest in bagpipes for 20 30 years and uh, performs uh, at uh, different places and finds in fact uh, visits uh, uh, care facilities and you know rotary clubs and it just it's just a passion. He's not a professional, but mm-hmm. he's uh, a, uh, a real expert in the field. So, uh, so try to cover that. Yeah, uh, you know, I was talking with Martin before we went on the air here. Of course, he's got the Irish and the Scottish going on, and the bagpipes are, I guess, more associated with uh, are certain types of bagpipes more associated with the, with the uh, with Scots than the Irish. But the Irish uh, have certainly have that influence as well. 
Well, you know, Jeff, it's a little known fact that Scotland got its name from an Irish tribe, the Scots, <laughs> who invaded <laughs> Scotland. So there's a lot of uh, cultural back and forward there. Uh, but the, the bagpipes and the illin pipes are mm-hmm. very similar and uh, both... You know, talking about emotional things, that the bagpipes, when they play Amazing Grace, for example, uh, it can be a very emotional experience listening to that. So oh, I'm absolutely. looking forward to hearing the bagpipes. So Saturday. am I. I'm looking forward to, uh, um, you know, Tim explaining, uh, you know, why the, the Celts went over and invaded Scotland to begin with. They ah. seem like such nice people over there. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you I haven't been to Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the movie Braveheart? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess they may be not always yeah. nice. Uh, once again, we're talking about uh, Days of St. Patrick. A, no, on the, on this, the uh, poster I'm holding up here, there is a word here, and I'm presuming that that is in Irish. It's Gaelic, isn't it? Gaelic? Uh, what what is that word? Yeah, uh, festival. It means a festival. F-E-I-L-E. Oh, fesh. An Irish fesh. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Okay, I had no idea how to. It's the first time I've ever seen that word. But of, yeah. of uh, Celtic culture, it's coming up this weekend. Uh, Friday and Saturday. Let's talk about the performances. Uh, Martin, you start off at 11 o'clock uh, on Friday with uh, the Irish literature. Where, where is that at the library? Is that going to be? Yeah, it's in the atrium. Mm-hmm. And as, as you know, Jeff, this library was voted the best library in the state by WCCO Radio and Television. And uh, I think it was partly because the atrium is such a wonderful space. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to be inspired there and give a real good performance. <laughs> yeah. Will you be wearing green? Yeah. Um, <laughs> You've got blue on today. The other guys have green. Oh, I'll have a, I'll have a green bow tie on with a Celtic harp on it. <laughs> <laughs> now, then after you, it is uh, Laura McKenzie. Yes. Laura's going to be playing. That's, that's correct. Will she be solo on this, Tim? Do you know? Yes. Or? Okay. As far as I know, yes. What, what instrument will she be playing? Oh, she plays a variety of instruments. Yeah, I was going to say, right. she's that's, multi- uh, that's one of her talents, I think, is mm-hmm. a wide range of uh, musical instruments. Flutes. As as, you know, and there's, fives. Mm-hmm. You know, Susan Vistendahl wrote a great article on her in about 2013 mm. for the Entertainment Guide, mm-hmm. which was a very impressive summary of her experience there uh, in the music field, but also her Northfield heritage. Mm-hmm. Her grandfather apparently was mayor for three terms uh, back in the way back days. <laughs> and, and she plays right. Julian pipes, the ones where you mm-hmm. uh, use under the arm to get the air going and so on. So she's very good and, all, and has done some CD releases here in town also. Oh, sure. And uh, the uh, as you mentioned, Martin mentioned the atrium. What a perfect spot for it. And mm-hmm. You get to, to take advantage of uh, that spot first thing Saturday. Uh, yes. Yeah, you're leading uh, off. 2.15, uh, I'm playing exclusively Irish tunes. Tunes people will recognize, like Morning is Broken or Be Thou My Vision or Tour Laura Laura, mm-hmm. um, my wild Irish shows. But I'm also playing some of the laments from Ireland because there's a lot of sad music. The English spent centuries trying to suppress the Irish. And uh, there's a lot of, of uh, minor sad music, too. So I'll context my songs with the background. There's only one I'll sing along with on the potato famine. 
the Pratis, they were small. We have to acknowledge the famine somehow. So. Oh, yeah, that's... But uh, normally, I'll just give the context and then play the tunes. The uh, famine is uh, why the uh, O'Hare clan uh, moved to <clears throat> the U.S. Anyway, right. back uh, in the 1850s. Yeah. Uh, and after you comes Mark McNeil with the uh, bagpipes. Uh, that is at, what, 3 o'clock? Yes, 3 o'clock. You're, you're right, at right. the uh, uh, library again. All these programs are at the Northfield uh, Public Library. So, And then uh, Tim's going to use all of his teaching skills to uh, <laughs> to uh, talk about 9,000 years of Irish history in one classroom hour. So. And then we're all going to, to adjourn to the pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll wake you when it's done. <laughs> well, I... Irish history is just so fascinating. There's so many uh, uh, different uh, connections worldwide, and I'm going to try to touch a little bit on Minnesota connections in Ireland mm. and some of the uh, uh, famous uh, people uh, from uh, uh, Ireland. And you know, in <clears throat> 1968, uh, Minnesota had two Minnesotans. Uh, Running for president of the United States, Hubert Humphrey and Eugene McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, also uh, another Irish guy, uh, Richard Nixon, who uh, his mother was a, a Irish Quaker. Mm-hmm. And not, the Quakers don't get much attention being mm-hmm. Irish, but uh, they were uh, influential uh, in, yeah. in many ways. So uh, You throw in Bobby Kennedy to that group, well, or at least part yeah. of the election. and <laughs> Right. Yeah, a big contingent of Irish. Right, mm-hmm. right, exactly. So there's, uh, again, trying to give a flavor uh, of that uh, history, and it's a, it's a uh, tragic history, it's a uh, glorious history, it's a very uh, exciting, interesting history as well. So it's complex, and uh, again, I, I just want to kind of uh, spark some interest in the topic and hopefully people will take some books out of the library at uh, Northfield on the uh, uh, on the Irish and Irish literature or history or music. I mean, that's the whole concept mm-hmm. of this uh, kind of program. It sounds like a wonderful uh, program. You get the uh, you get full immersion or almost full immersion in, in <laughs> Irish culture. It's coming up Friday and Saturday at the Northfield Public Library. Once again, it starts at eleven o'clock with uh, Martin here <clears throat> and his selection of uh, fine Irish writing. Uh, Laura McKenzie, uh, the musical guest, at twelve noon, noon to one, and then on Saturday, Richard starts uh, things off with the uh, Celtic harp. At 2.15, uh, Mark McNeil follows with bab- bagpipes at 3 o'clock. And then uh, Tim at 3.30 uh, takes over for uh, the abridged version of Irish history, all at the Northfield Public Library. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in today. Always a pleasure. You're welcome. We, we appreciate you. it. And we look forward to seeing you over the weekend. Thanks, Jeff. All right. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN, Northfield, Minnesota. Jeff, uh, calling it uh, calling it a day 